There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence in all sorts. Listener's discretion is advised. A young woman was killed for attempting to report sexual harassment claims against two rogue police officers. Her cousin, who was also sexually assaulted, is fearing for her life and is currently being protected by the authorities. On June 27, 2020, two teenage girls from a far-flung town located in the province of Ilocos Sur went to a party at a friend's house at night amid the COVID-19 pandemic. During that time, the Philippines is under a nationwide, government-imposed lockdown. The two girls were picked up by two police staff sergeants at 1 o'clock in the morning the following day for violating the curfew despite being inside their friend's residence. Both girls resisted while both police officers forcibly asked them to come with them to the police station. The staff sergeants also threatened the girls' friends to not tell anyone about what they just did, or they will be dealt with accordingly. Unfortunately for the two women, Fabel Pineda, a 15-year-old girl, and her 18-year-old cousin were brought to a nearby beach and were sexually abused by the two rogue officers. The girls were also held at gunpoint to not make noise, while the policemen were cruelly forcing themselves at them. A few days later, both girls filed a complaint at the Cabugao Police Station against police staff sergeants Randy Ramos and Marawi Torda from the neighboring town of San Juan, where the two girls were allegedly abused for acts of lasciviousness. According to reports, Marawi Torda molested Fabel, while Randy Ramos raped the 18-year-old cousin of Fabel. After filing charges against the two police officers at the Cabugao police station, Fabel and her family requested a security escort to accompany them on their way home, but the request was denied. They have reason to believe that the suspects are intimidating them and might want to hurt Fobel and her cousin if they collaborate with the police. While Fobel was on her way home, her fears quickly turned into a harsh reality. She was on a motorcycle ride home with her uncle and male cousin when two riding in tandem assailants, wearing helmets and face masks, chased and knocked down their vehicle and gunned her down. By the time she was brought to the local hospital, she was declared dead on arrival. In less than a week since the brutal murder of Fabel Pineda, 
the Ilocos Sur Police filed murder charges against police staff sergeants Randy Ramos and Marawi Torda for the killing of Fabel Pineda on July 5. Both suspects are now under the custody of the Ilocos Sur Police Provincial Office in the town of Bantay, while awaiting further disposition by the court. I actually directed Iyas to finish and dismiss the policeman in 15 days. You know? That's the trust that I have given since I sat as, of, as officer in charge, that we should be able to dismiss our personnel fast. So starting today, I'm counting 15 days, and hopefully by that time, because according to the investigators, there is a very good... Uh, there's a very good number of evidences that could substantially prove that indeed these two PNP personnel will involved in such crime. So I hope you will help me watch our internal affairs service that 15 days from now we will require the dismissal of these two policemen. And of course, other than the criminal charges that had already been filed against them. So I hope the public would understand that the PNP leadership is doing its best starting reforms from recruitment to while they are in the service so that in the end uh, we are able to produce credible policemen who can actually maintain peace and order in the community. Thank you very much. I'm ready for the question. Meanwhile, the Philippine National Police has filed rape and murder complaints in the Department of Justice against both suspects. The PNP's Integrity Monitoring and Enforcement Group, which is tasked with investigating misbehaving police officers, said it had gathered enough evidence with the help of the victim's family to sue police staff sergeants Randy Ramos and Marawi Torda. Then-PNP Chief Archie Gamboa said that he wants the stiffest penalty for the two policemen. They are not men in uniform, but animals who deserve to be jailed for life. He said, quote, Walang awa, walang puso, walang kwentang pulis. Unquote. Subsequently, the PNP Chief ordered the Regional Director of Police Regional Office 1 to provide security to the 18-year-old rape victim and her family. This is to ensure the availability of all PNP prosecution witnesses in court proceedings to expedite the murder trial simultaneous with summary administrative procedures. Personnel and officers from the San Juan and Cabugao police stations were relieved by the PNP to undergo a refresher course. Consequently, the Kabugao police chief and his cops were slapped with obstruction of justice charges. Meanwhile, a popular news outlet conducted an interview to go through the details of that saddening night with Fabel Pineda's 18-year-old cousin, whose name is currently being hidden for her safety. She hopes that the government would give justice to her cousin's slaying 
and the sexual abuse done to her by the two suspects. Ihatid na lang daw po kami, sir. Tapos kailangan daw magtiwala lang po kami sa kanila, sir, dahil tulis sila, sir. Pero no, tapos pinunta na lang kami kung sa, ano, sir, dagot. Sa karaw siya, inihiwalay kay Fabel. Gusto ko pong bigyan ng hustisya ang pagkamatay ng ko, sir. Gusto ko rin na, na maano din yung sa akin, sir, para... Para hindi na nila gagawin lahat ng gina ginagawa nila na mali sa yung mga kapulisan. As for the local government's response, Ilocos Sur Governor Ryan Singson announced that the provincial capital would also investigate the murder of Fabel Pineda. He also asked the National Bureau of Investigation to investigate the killing of the minor. Yes, ma'am. Uh, unfortunately, um, we uh, talagang sinusubukan talaga namin na i-maintain po yung peace and order dito sa amin lalawigan. Eh, ganun ho, uh, meron po tayong uh, dalawang sospek na pulis sa karumaldumal po na krimen na nangyari po dito sa amin na lalawigan. Pero ako po ay uh, nagpapasalamat mismo kay uh, Chippy Gamboa sa mabalis pong uh, aksyon sa dalawang uh, pulis na ito na narilip na rin po sa pwesto at nasa region na rin po yata yung dalawang uh, sospek. So ito po yung uh, masakit at uh, mahirap po tanggapin na may ganitong nangyari sa aming uh, lugar na nakapa very safe naman po generally no um, tourist destination pero siguro um, yun na nga ho eh uh, okay naman yung police force namin pero meron pa rin yung mga hindi bagay po na magsuot ng uh, uniforme ng uh, police so uh, ito po yung dalawa So, um, nag-file na rin po sila ng kaso against uh, the two police officers. Uh, one is uh, for uh, murder and the other one is for... Um, uh, yung isa po, uh, rape, pero I think dalawa, uh, silang dalawa po for murder. Kasi sila lang po yung suspect. Eh. Um, they, kakagaling lang po nila ng police station. Tapos uh, after sa police station, doon po namatay yung ating... Uh, Uh, biktima si uh, Fabel Pineda, which is the 15 years old. Unfortunately, during the time of the events, the mainstream media's attention was focused on local media network ABS-CBN's fight to retain its legislative franchise at the House of Representatives. However, there are various politicians, social media influencers, human rights groups, and international organizations that condemn the two suspects' actions and the rape culture pervading in society. Napakahalaga rito yung uh, pagpapanagot doon sa iba't ibang violations na maaaring na-commit. Ano? Una is yung sa rape. Pangalawa is yung hindi pagsaklolo, o pagbigay tulong sa kanyang uh, paghingi ng saklolo. At yung pangatlo ay yung pagpatay sa kanya. The Commission on Human Rights pointed out three violations committed by the suspects. First, the alleged rape of Fabel and her cousin. Second, denying the victims and their families' right to seek protection from the police station. Third, the murder of Fabel Pineda. Furthermore, activist groups called out President Rodrigo Duterte 
and the Philippine National Police by issuing a declaration. Quote, this killing is a manifestation of the culture of impunity imbued in the police force and further empowered under the Duterte administration. Unquote. Meanwhile, the Makabayan Bloc, a coalition of 12 party list groups in the House of Representatives, is also calling for an investigation on the alleged rape and murder of Fabel Pineda. The legislators noted that cases of sexual violence committed by police officers, especially during the implementation of community quarantine, have discouraged victims of domestic violence and sexual harassment who are trapped in their homes from seeking the assistance of law enforcers and authorities. This has resulted to an alarming and worsening cycle of violence against women and children. Stay tuned as we dive deeper to uncover the identities behind the rape and murder of Fabel Pineda. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories and subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories. This podcast is brought to you by Review Visuals. Did you like this episode? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening in other platforms, kindly send us a review on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. You can also share our podcast to your Instagram and Facebook stories through Spotify. Your support would significantly benefit PH Murder Stories to produce more quality content. We're also inviting you to join our Facebook group, PH Murder Stories The Verdict, and participate in our bi-weekly discourse about true crime, both local and international. This group is a safe space for true crime and mystery fans like us who want to engage in thorough discussions about the subject. See you there, suspects. The verdict is in your hands. See you there. One of the most gruesome murders towards an overseas Filipino worker happened in 2016 when authorities from Kuwait discovered the body of a missing Filipina placed in a freezer at an abandoned apartment. The gruesome discovery of her remains sent shockwaves across the OFW community. In 2007, a young mother fighting for custody of her two daughters suddenly disappeared. Two years later, she was found cemented inside a jump dumped in the waters of Navota City, Metro Manila. After a valid testimony of a disgruntled witness who later on recanted his story and became missing up to this date. At midnight of July 18, 2002, a 32-year-old British businessman was found murdered at his apartment in Makati City, Metro Manila. For years, the case would go unsolved, while his mother battled to piece together the clues of his death. Want to hear the rest of these sensational true crime stories? Subscribe as a Prime Suspect at our Patreon page and get one bonus exclusive case every month for only $5.
Patreon is a way to join your favorite creators community and pay them for making the stuff you love. You can now pay a few bucks per month or per post that the creator makes. For more updates, please visit our website at phmurderstories.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories, and follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories. <laughs>